Today, I'm joined by two members of Sigma Lambda Beta fraternity. This episode, we are going to take a closer look as to what Sigma Lambda Beta's fraternity does to help the communities in and outside of campus, what their mission is, and future plans they have in the works as we go back to an on-campus environment in the near future. Today, we are joined by Jose and Marco, if y'all can introduce yourselves. Hello, my name is Jose. I am a fourth year psych major with a minor in education. Hi, my name is Marco. I'm a fourth year as well. I'm a politics major, concentrated in comparative policies. Okay. Do you all hold any positions in your frat by any chance? For me, no. I kind of just help out the other positions. I do. I hold VPI, which is Vice President of the Interior. Okay, cool. So the first question that I have is, what is Sigma Lambda's Beta's mission statement? So Sigma Lambda Beta's mission statement is to nurture and further dynamic value-based environment that utilizes our historically Latino-based fraternity as a catalyst to better serve the needs and wants of all people. Thank you. The second question that I have for both of you is, how has your college experience changed prior to you joining your fraternity? For me specifically, it changed a lot because I started to socialize more with other people. I kept to myself. It wasn't necessarily bad, but it wasn't good either. I didn't like go out much and just had like a certain group of people that I barely talked to. But with them, I was able to find another group and not only that, other connections from different orgs. So I think it was a pretty good decision out of me. Yeah, I think for me, I kind of echo the same things. I had a really small group of friends and I didn't really go beyond that group, which, you know, some people it's okay for. But I really wanted to start exploring in college and really started exploring like who to hang out with, who's out there and getting different experiences just socially. So that's kind of why I joined. Thank you. And to go beyond that exploring in college, for those of the people that may not know and have no knowledge of how fraternities work, could you please elaborate on what it is to be in a fraternity? I think the best way to put it is that it's kind of a lot of work in a sense. Yeah, you, you'll be joining, you know, this group of people who you, you found that, you know, you like that you, you say, all right, I'm, I'm cool with them, but it's not just that it's, it's work too, like putting up events, making sure that we have enough money for those events, you know, just making sure that everything works. One of the events that we usually have to make sure that we have going on is the, uh, CPR certification event where we basically with the help of the UCPD we certify people to be able to do CPR and we've certified over like 400 people in the school. Thank you. If anybody's interested in joining or getting more information about Sigma Lambda Beta, where can they find this information? Whether that be Instagram, anything of that sort. Yeah, so we have a website, sigmalambdabeta.com, which is the fraternity's main website where you can find all your information there. Check out our Instagram, uh, Santa Cruz Betas, just all one word. And you can find information more specifically to what we're doing in Santa Cruz, what we're doing on campus. And you get to look at some faces on the IG. So yeah, those are pretty good sites. Thank you. The next question that I have is, why did you all join Sigma Lambda Beta? I think for me, it was to kind of find, I guess a group for myself that wasn't only just to, I guess, mess around. I found that this group was actually like willing to help one another 
straight off the bat. They were always helpful. And on top of that, they were also working towards, you know, helping the community. Before I joined, I uh, went to one of the gardens in downtown and, you know, planted more plants for people to come and get on later. Also help out the homeless and give them food to them and stuff like that. So it, it always like intrigued me and it forced me or not forced me, but it was really was something that I was looking up to and that I wanted to do myself. Yeah. So it seems like you saw all these like amazing activities that they did and it, it spoke to you, right? And you just wanted to try yourself. Yeah. Cause it was something that they were doing cause they wanted to not so much, I guess just to show. Yeah, that makes sense. Would you like to add anything, Marco? Yeah, I think kind of what Jose was saying, even beyond the fraternity, I currently do like volunteering at a, at Sacred Heart in San Jose. It's like a nonprofit community center where, you know, you serve homeless people, clothes, food. We're also into social changes, especially with policing. That's been a huge topic recently. And I think all of those organizational skills that I learned by doing the small things in the fraternity, and some of them are so small, some of them are small, but learning those skills in college and learning those skills in an organization that actually puts on events that help people really allowed me to just jump into community organizing here in San Jose. And I'm just going with the flow, you know, like whatever they throw at me, like any problem that seems to come by, like I can really just figure it out because I can rely on the experiences that I had with problem solving similar problems when I was on campus doing organizational stuff. Yeah, and you kind of already touched upon this, but that was my next question. Have you all learned any valuable skills from your time in Sigma Lambda Beta? Yeah, I think, I guess one of, one of the skills would be sort of how to like talk to people, how to be more going yourself, just because you're kind of forced into this environment where you have to go and talk to people to different organizations and not just organizations, but people from the school, you know, so that they could accept your event or you know, talking about something about like organization that might be going on within within it. So definitely just being able to talk to people and being more open to, you know, making more connections. Sure. Thank you. And yeah, I mean, I saw that firsthand, right? With the Camp Chasm event, which we will touch upon later this episode. The next question that I have for you, and I honestly, I should have been asking this questions to all the other clubs that I've been doing this with, but what has it been like? being in a club during the pandemic and how does your organization manage to stay connected? Yeah, I guess I could start off. So I guess in terms of staying connected, cause I know it's a fraternity, we kind of just have to like check in on each other sometimes. I mean, I FaceTime another member of ours, Asus, like every now and then throughout the week, maybe takes the same classes. In our case, me and Asus take similar classes and you know, that kind of keeps us connected where we can like work together and uh, help each other in class, even though we're not in person. So we just FaceTime each other, joke around sometimes. And I am in San Jose and he's in Santa Cruz. Sometimes, rarely I'll go see him if I can in person. But yeah, that's kind of how I try to connect with, you know, some of the members. There's also members here in San Jose that, you know, I keep in touch with. And I've actually seen some come out for like rallies and community organizing stuff. So it's cool seeing them. You get instant connection and it's like, you know, it makes you feel like the organization is bigger than just your own chapter. I guess they're staying connected just through messages and stuff, but also through the event. I think towards the beginning of where the pandemic was happening, we had a, a FIFA tournament and that turned out to go pretty well, but it was also a time for a lot of our brothers to come 
together and just play a video game, you know, while also giving the money to a good cause. So I think that was another way to stay connected through the events that we all participate in. It's always been a good way to stay connected. Cool. Thank you. And now that we can go back to tournaments and video games, for those of you that do not know, last February, Sigma Lambda Beta hosted a charity event with the Santa Cruz FGC, which is one of my clubs. And both clubs hosted a tournament to raise money to fight cancer alongside Camp Castle. Is by any chance, because I know there's a lot of people asking this, are y'all hosting that anytime soon? Maybe when we go back to on campus? We don't really know what we're going to do once we go back on campus right now yet. That's definitely not an idea that, you know, has been closed off. Especially because it did do pretty well the first time that we did that, that sort of event. And even with events that been about uh, video games, they've done pretty well in the past before. So, you know, the door is always open. Anything you would like to add, Marco? I mean, there's plenty of opportunities, I think, in the fall that are going to return and come back. I have hope in that. <laughs> yeah, I think not just me, but everyone wants to get out and do something and really get involved or really push uh, their boundaries, especially when they've been at home for so long, quarantined, and they're going to want to hang out. So I think having like a video game um, event would be probably the best because I think we've all been playing video games to pass the time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, video game essentials, being with friends, right? It's always been something that's helped a lot of people even before the pandemic, right? Just with the college environment, being stressed and all that stuff. That's pretty much all I have for you all today. In this episode, we took a closer look at one of the few Latinx fraternities on campus and what it means to be in Sigma Lambda Beta. We got to learn a lot about what fraternities at UCSC do to help their communities around campus and outside of campus. It was a wonderful experience interviewing Jose and Marco and learning more about this great organization and what they've done throughout the years. This has been Adrian DeLuna. Thank you for listening.